Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to episode 98 of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I am the owner and founder of Teachers in Transition and Boytnot Coaching. And this is uh, a podcast and YouTube channel that specializes in alternating between career transition strategies because I am a trained in sort of a trained in experienced career transition and job search coach. I specialize in working with teachers who are burnt out and ready to make a career change. I am also a certified stress management coach. So on alternating weeks, I speak to stress, stress management, stress management techniques and tips and strategies This week, as I was preparing what I wanted to say about stress, because that's the topic for this week, it occurred to me that I've already told you everything I know about stress management strategies or stress management tips or tricks or techniques or whatever you want to call them. They haven't changed. They're the same. You need to Remember to breathe, you need to drink plenty of water, you need to eat well for good nutrition. When we're stressed out, we tend to want to eat the sugary, salty, high-fat stuff, but you should stick to leafy green vegetables and fresh fruits if you want to manage your stress. You need to get the sleep that you need and the exercise that you need. You need to remember to practice some sort of mindfulness, whether it's through a spiritual practice, a religious practice, prayer, meditation, whatever you want to call it, to stay in touch with your center and your higher power. And then you want to remember to have fun. Those are the basic take take your pick. That's the laundry list of things that we all need to do if we want to better manage our stress. And there's no magic to it. It is what it is. Those are 
Those are the things that we all know we need to do. Now, knowing that we need to do them and then actually doing them, I know happen to be two different things. But those are the stress management strategies that I know to share. And I've over the course of these 97 and now 98 episodes, I have shared every other week all of the various strategies in this different in many different forms as I can. So today it occurs to me to offer that perhaps the moment comes when you feel so overwhelmed and stressed out that those strategies aren't enough and that it is time to ask for help. So I want you to think of your stress on a continuum of a one to 10 scale, one being, yeah, chill, I'm fine. No, better than fine. Every, everything is hunky-dory. To 10 being, oh my God, my hair's on fire kind of stress. And then all of the numbers in between. So I suspect that nobody who's listening to this at this moment is a one but you might be at a two, three, or four, the lower end of the stress spectrum where you're fine. You've got everything under control. You're organized. Your teaching is going well. Your home life is, you know, your home life, it's not going to be stress-free, but it, you, got, you got it. You, you're, not, you're not stressed about it. You've got yourself organized. You've got your family organized. Everything's pretty much hunky-dory. You've got the normal stress that every that everybody has, and you're managing it okay. Then there's sort of the mid-level, the five, six, uh, four, five, six area on the, on the spectrum. You're feeling a little more stressed than the more chill two, three, four, but you, you're still okay. You know, there are nights that you're not sleeping as well as you should, and maybe there are days that you don't eat like you should, and maybe you haven't been exercising like you know you should. You know what to do. You just, you know, you've gotten busy, and, you know, but things aren't out of control. You're, you're hanging in there. It's, it's, not as, it's not as much fun as you'd like for it to be, but, you know, you're still managing. You just maybe having to work out a little bit harder than you'd like. And then there's the higher end of the scale. If you're more of a seven, eight, nine, then you're reaching the point of things are getting out of control. You're feeling out of control, which is the worst part. But on top of that, things are not going at home the way you'd like for them to. The laundry hasn't been done for a while. You haven't cleaned house for a while. The clutter's begun to pile up because everybody in the family is home, probably. You can't clean around them because they keep making messes as you clean. So you've given up. You've just given up. And what I would say to you, if you're at that level, if if you're feeling like everything's gotten away from you and and you're really overwhelmed with everything that's going on, then it's time to ask for some help. 
And I don't mean professional help, although I'll talk about that in a second. But I'm talking about asking for help from your spouse and your kids if they're old enough. Now, they may you may have little kids and they're not going to be much help. But it it's not out of order for you to sit down with your spouse and say, honey, I need help. I can't manage it all by myself. I want to be superwoman. And, you know, every teacher I've ever known has the capacity to be a superwoman. Honestly, I'm not just saying that. Teachers are capable of doing a lot. They They can juggle a lot on their plate. They can do a lot in a day. They are hyper organized. They've got They've got their stuff together for the most part. But there is the occasion when things just begin to pile up and suddenly you feel overwhelmed. And that's when you need to not be bashful about asking for help. And if you don't have a spouse that you can turn to, get a friend. Someone that you can trust that you know will be there for you and would be willing to pitch in because you'd do it for them if they asked in a heartbeat with no questions asked. You would you would drop everything and go and help them. So ask them for help if you need it. Now, if you're all the way up to a 10, hair on fire, I can't, I don't know what to do. I'm totally lost, totally, totally overwhelmed. And that may be when you do need to talk to a professional therapist. And there's nothing wrong with that. And if you have trouble finding someone, check to see if your district has an employee assistance program. If you don't know what an employee assistance program is, check around, find out who who is the organization that your district has a contract with that offers different kinds of mental health support for their employees. The employee assistance program is designed to help employees. And it's not just teachers, just about every large organization is going to have some sort of employee assistance program in place. And the way it works is you you get a confidential number, you call, your name is held in confidence. Your employer never knows that that you're the one who's called to make an appointment. When they get the bill, a number has been assigned to a specific account. So nobody needs to know that you're asking for help at work. You can Make the appointment in confidence and go in for your appointment in confidence. And ask for the kind of help that you need. So I'll share my own experience. Now, you know, I don't often talk about my own background a lot, except as it pertains to I was an educator. Now I help other educators leave education. I did share some about my personal life. In the ebook that I've written called Stressed, Stretched, and Just Plain Overwhelmed, and I'll offer a link to that. It's free in case you're interested. But back when I was married, and I think probably maybe not too long after my um, husband was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, that happened. 
a year after we were married. Now, I, ma- I married late in life. Sorry. I married late in life, and um, I was 48 when we got married. And, and he was six years older than me, so he was already in his 50s. He had never been diagnosed as bipolar. Um, not sure why, because certainly he, I'm, I'm guessing he had tendencies most of his life, but nobody had ever diagnosed him. And so that happened about a year after we were married, and, and it took a toll. I won't kid you. Living with someone with bipolar disorder or any other sort of emotional disorder is um, challenging for the spouse. And my recollection is that when I called the employee assistance program in my district, the reason was that I felt like I needed help coping. And I remember on the phone, you know, they, they'll ask you some questions about what, why it is that you want the appointment because they're trying to figure out who to assign you to. They've got different specialists that they can refer you to. And so she was trying to get a, a sort of a handle on what kind of help did I need so she could assign me to the appropriate counselor. And I remember saying, I've always been able to cope before, but I'm feeling like I don't know how to cope anymore. I need help coping. And I got I got help. I went in for the counseling and, and I I got I got the help that I needed. And later we we tried marriage counseling a couple of different times. In fact, I think we saw three different people over time. Um, so it's important when you feel like you need that kind of help, don't be embarrassed to ask for it. You, because if you need it, it's no worse than you have a cold and you need to you need to see the doctor for something for the cold. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. We need to get rid of the stigma that lingers and still in this country about there being something wrong with you. If you need help coping with your life, there's nothing wrong with asking for help when you feel overwhelmed. So that would be my message to you today. As far as your stress goes, do take a moment to assess where you are on that one to 10 continuum. If you're on the lower end, God bless you. Keep it up. You know, good for you and and continue to do whatever it is that you're doing. If you're in the middle, if the middle spectrum, do whatever you might need to do to move yourself back down toward the lower end. And if you're at the upper end and you you really are still, you know, you're feeling like you're, you're hanging on by a thread and you don't know exactly where to turn for help, if, if you're beyond just asking your family and friends for help, seek out professional assistance. And don't be embarrassed about it and don't keep putting it off. Keep keeping putting it off it won't help. It'll just make things worse as time goes on. 
ultimately you are responsible for you. You have to do what you have to do to take care of you so that you can be available to continue to take care of the others in your life who depend on you, whether that's your family or your friends or your students. So take care of you. And that's the message for this week. Continue to wear a mask, socially distance, stay well, stay safe, be kind to yourself and to others. I'll talk to you next week. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.